this is Maureen Milliken. And this is Rebecca Milliken. And this is a special crime and stuff. It is. From it's, the road. Yeah, it's from the road, so and you, it's more of the stuff than, than the, the crime. crime. In fact, if it sounds like we're um, recording from the inside of a car that's driving down the highway, it's because we are. The New Jersey Turnpike. Which I can't help but notice. Cruising on a wet night. I was going to say is jammed with broken heroes on a last pa uh, chance power drive. But I don't see any everybody's glow. Everybody's out on the road tonight. There's nowhere left to hide. Yeah, and that's pretty much true. Everyone, it seems to be it out, is. We've, even though it's a Sunday friggin' night. Right, we're coming back. We're coming back from Washington, D.C., where we participated in the Women's March. Yes, and I have a disclaimer. Okay, go ahead. If somebody doesn't want to listen to us talk about politics. Or the Women's March. Or the Women's March. Or if you are not um, liberal as fuck like me. Or me. Or feminist. You might not want to listen to this or if episode. You, or Our if, other episodes are crime related. Or if you've just heard enough about it and don't want Although it. Some of us think this election was a crime. But, but this is story. a departure from our normal topics. So if you just want to listen to our other stuff, there's other episodes to listen to. And we won't. it won't hurt our feelings if you don't listen to this one, right? Yes, yeah. it doesn't hurt my feelings. I but understand. Before we get started on the Women's March, there's an update from our episode of a few episodes ago, a few weeks ago, where we talked about Maine's 2016 murders, and yeah. we talked about Dan Randall, yes. the pastor who um, shot his daughter and then shot himself, and the police had reopened, or had looked into reopening the investigation of the death of his first wife in 1993, Greta Randall, the one who fell at slipped on the rocks yeah. at, and fell and hit her head, and she was six months pregnant, and the baby died a day or two later, the police determined earlier this month not to reopen that investigation and that it, her death was basically, there was no reason to think it wasn't what it was, which was her, the two little girls, or two little girls had kind of gone off into the distance and she got up from the picnic table they were sitting at to go look for them and it had been raining on and off all day and the rocks were slippery. The picnic tables are right on the rocks and she, before yes, he could are. do anything, he, she slipped and hit her head. So that's an update on that. I think And also, even if there was a suspicion of it, they're both dead now. The, both, the, you know, the wife and the husband. And, and one of the daughters. It's some money to... Right. I don't know. And another How's thing, it's that? not so much an update, but two episodes ago, or one episode ago, it's all a blur to me now, we had talked about cop shows of our childhood. We had oh, like, that's And you right. know what we left out? What? The Rockford Files. Oh, that's right. And the reason I, I wanted to mention The Rockford Files starring Jim Garner, and it was on, what do you say, in the early 70s? I mid should have looked. Mid 70s. It was mid Early 70s. to mid 70s. In mid any case, it's because he didn't take himself very seriously, and... His self-effacing humor, the fact that he got beaten up a lot more often than he beat people up and was a true anti-hero, and the humor in that, I think, helped develop... I like the fact that, yeah, he didn't, he wasn't this cool dude that, that was so serious that and, he was kind of laughed at and, himself. And that was kind of a persona James Garner took on, like in a lot of the movies he was in and stuff, yes, too. he was a likable, he was affable. But it helped me and he was maverick. Develop an Maverick-y. attitude. <laughs> he was the original Maverick, right? Yes. Yes, he was Maverick. And it helped me develop an attitude toward character that I think carried over to my books a little that they don't have to be these superheroes and if they're human and have failings then it's what? 
I was just looking at the friggin' backed up traffic at the James Fenimore Cooper Service Center, which we are going to Wasn't, by now, you know, I noticed New Jersey names its rest areas after all sorts of people. Like we saw Walt Whitman. We stopped yes. at Clara Barton on the way down. Yes. There's Thomas Edison. Yeah. But I thought, so James Fenimore Cooper must be from New Jersey, even though the books he wrote take place in the... Well, the Hudson River Valley, right? In I New York, know. in the Mohawk Valley well, area. There must, have been, there must have been this area. He must have been, Daniel Day-Lewis was a kick-ass kick last of the Mohicans. I admit, I've never read The James. Last of the Mohicans. I can't remember much of the book, but when I saw the movie, I thought Daniel Day-Lewis was ripped. And we're talking about... You know, Last of the Mohicans, Daniel Day-Lewis, as opposed to My Left Foot, Daniel yes. Day-Lewis, or... But I digress. In the name of the father. Did, I, I liked the way the Rockford Files started with his answering machine yes. message. I liked his relationship with his father. His dad. Who was yeah, played Noah by Noah, Barry. Ba- Noah Barry. Barry. And Same his cop friend. Ah! Oh, wow. We're seeing, by the way, very heavy traffic and lots of assholeish driving. Yeah. By people who are, they do signal, but Sometimes yeah, they they, <laughs> they weave in and out of lanes. Like you can go faster when it's three lanes of bumper to bumper traffic, like just changing lanes. I don't lanes really see what changing lanes. Randomly, yeah, it's gonna get you. What is? What does it do? I don't know. Anyways, so that said, the women's march. And coming down, we hit quite a bit of traffic. Oh my God! Yes. To the point where it took hours more than it should have and we and the way back it's taking hours and we and we thought that that traffic may be people going to the march and i think it was it's kind of funny how and we may this will be the first thing we can talk about is how many people were there how many people were there they they said the afternoon after it the estimates that we heard that people were getting and news flashes on their phone and stuff were about 1.2 million which seems about right. And then we noticed this morning it, that had been dialed back to 500,000. And it's funny, you know, that how it's gone. Da- and that was dialed back after Donald Trump. Not to sound like Donald Trump, but, but we will. I can't back. sound like him because I can't bigly I can't talk that way. Bigly. But the um, we can laugh. His complaints we'll about soon. the media lying about his inauguration numbers, and we know that he wasn't telling the truth about that still i feel like the media was cowed enough that it didn't want to make the numbers at the women's march at least the dc one sound that big you know and it's funny they had photos i saw this morning and also yesterday online of the mall and the speeches and stuff weren't even on the mall they were over and i'm sorry i don't know the geography of that part of washington dc that well to name the places correctly but there's a massive park across from congress the capitol building next to the mall and that's where everything was and that was packed so much that we couldn't move oh nor could we God. hear the speeches we were near the american indian museum and there were people on the mall as well there were just every i mean you can't even imagine there were it wasn't just a lot of people milling around it was packed it was like a crowd of picture like if you've ever been at a concert standing on the in front of the stage that's what it, i mean the area we were were way far away from wherever the speeches were going to on the we point where we, hear anything we didn't even know the speeches we had no idea who spoke or what they said we had no idea what was going on and this was my main complaint very and i, I know it's easy for me to complain because i'm not one of the organizers but i did talk to someone who's a volunteer that thought that it, 
it was not very well organized and they weren't prepared for the amount of people. <laughs> now, what I want to say is, okay, maybe they thought there were less people coming. I don't know why with social media and everything, but they should have had some contingency plans for having more people because they should have known, they should have known it was a possibility, put it that way. And at least have some fucking bullhorns right. so you can communicate the crowd and say what's going on because all we heard were stupid ass rumors coming down the like right. the one we kept hearing was so let's let's talk about that for a minute okay the let's talk about the amount of people who attended for a minute all okay. all week long i have been reading reports that said they expected about 200,000 in washington and 50,000 in boston and 80,000 in new in new york and it seemed like every report I read about it seemed to have to have this disclaimer in it saying but it's likely that many people won't attend or something to kind of downplay the amount of people they thought were going and I couldn't understand why people felt it necessary to report it that way and I kept saying there's going to be more people there. Yeah. There's going to be more people I, I there. So too, and I'm not sure what they we were... We kept reading about all these buses I felt like charred. the press... Right. I felt the press at least in Maine where we live was basing their estimates on how many people had signed up for buses yes. and how many people went on to Pantsuit Nation or whatever and said they were going. Yes. And yet we knew a lot of people like us who weren't going on buses, who hadn't necessarily said on Pantsuit Nation or anywhere else that they were going. No, they were driving who were down driving down or, or, or maybe people were flying. Just, I think that some people that went were just like you know what? I think I will go. I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. It's on a Saturday. Uh, yes, it'll be a long drive, but I'm going to go. In any case. I want to go because a lot of people. Oh so God, a lot of the reporting not. on it seemed to feel it was necessary to it, dismiss how many people they thought would attend. And well, maybe that's because in the past, fewer people than had been predicted at things had attended. But I would still think people would have realized, hey, more people may be going to this because even if the numbers even if there's this inflation fear so they're downplaying the numbers I had read for instance that 175,000 people were in Boston Boston police had said that but then I saw another thing that said 125 but it doesn't matter that's a lot more than the 50,000 they thought were going to be and the, and, the, and the one I said said oh in LA there's there were more than in D.C. there were 750,000. Well, maybe L.A. knows how many that they had. They have a better way of, of right. counting the and I felt but, like but we were told by a couple people from Washington today that the Park Service refuses to give a count. Because it's been criticized. Because it's, cri it's so controversial every time they do. That uh, and like, I think it was... It. We're not going to bother. And I think it was particularly controversial coming the day after the inauguration yes. when, when we all know had, as many people yes. didn't show up for the inauguration as were expected and the president made a little bit of a stink about it. I don't think the press said, oh, that we're not going to say, but I think it made them overly sensitive about, because the press is easily cowed, about over what they thought would be overinflating the women's march numbers but at one point during the march yesterday when we were there packed in with all those people wondering what was going on somebody said that they had heard on fox news that there were seven hundred thousand people there and at the time a bunch of us said well there's way more than seven hundred thousand i mean we saw the people streaming to the place we saw how packed it was oh my God. and again there were people on the mall yeah, you've, if you've seen pictures online i have not seen a decent I Overhead. keep saying I'd like to see a Google satellite picture. Right. Because the only one that I saw that actually showed 
a lot of it was on ABC News and they're only showing one side of the Washington Monument when there were people all uh, it wasn't right. just in the mall area it, it was, was all over and to the point the where to the point where first of all at one point some park rangers pushed by us and I asked one of them what was going on because it was getting towards the time when we should have been marching march. at one o'clock yeah. And she said to me, we're trying to get to where the end of the march is supposed to be. We're trying to figure out because there's way more people here than what we expected. We're like, okay. And before we get to the big rumor oh, that, yeah. that was that really irresponsible, off. I do want to say I saw Michael Moore on CNN last of night. and they had a big interview with him. They had a guy interviewing a, a guy, guy about. Yeah, but in know, any case, no but Michael, we didn't see all the on. coverage during the day. In any case... He said there were there were just multiple more people there than he'd ever seen at any march yeah. he'd been at in Washington or any event he'd been yeah. at in Washington, which I would think would include Obama's inauguration. So there were a lot of people, a lot more people there than anyone's saying, and I think it's kind of funny. Well, put it this way. We went, we went from Silver Spring because our cousin lives in Silver Spring, and this wonderful friend of hers, Pamela, we stayed at her house. And she welcomed people into her home that she didn't know, and I'm very thankful for that. But we went to go on, a, you know, shuttle buses. There were 30 shuttle buses. Right, and these buses were sponsored by U.S. Rep. Jamie Raskin, newly elected, and he had a breakfast rally, and there were 30 buses, all filled, school buses. Filled with people. So, so and that and was that's just what, like 50 him. people to a bus. And that was but just from just his from congressional district. District. And so how many people? Right, and those weren't all the people from his congressional district who were going. Those were just the ones who went to his the one, the breakfast rally. The yeah. So we were there. We couldn't hear any of the speeches. We weren't even sure we were where the stage standing there for hours. was. But it was nice. We and met we a lot of people and we chanted a lot. In the, but the rumor at, around the time we were supposed to march that started coming through from several people. First, they kept saying it was postponed. Who kept pushing by us, kept saying, yeah, the time of the march was postponed. And then the rumor became from people who seemed to think they got it from people in authority. They told us to disperse and go home. There's there too many people. Right, there's too many people to march. It's so packed, there's no march route. The march route is packed with people. The White House is not right next to this place. We were going to march to the White House. It wasn't far, but yeah. And that, so that was a rumor we heard, and our attitude was, screw this, we didn't drive 500 miles. I said that. I said, no, that's We that. both said it's it. Bullshit. Yeah, we said we it. Said we said we didn't. We heard that from a, like a half a dozen people to we didn't, one person. Right, we didn't drive event. 500 miles not to march. We're going to the White House, whether anyone else is going or not. But, you know, who's with us? And we start moving. And it's funny, the kind of, the people who, and I think this tells you one thing that's wrong with ever getting the kind of change we need in society, is the people who are like, oh, oh no, they told us to leave. Oh, so we better leave. And it's like, first of all, I haven't heard it from a credible source. Not that we Second of all... Why don't we all leave in the direction of Pennsylvania well, Avenue? The other thing we were, I was hearing, which did not make any sense, is we can't march because there's too many people to march. To march, and, and it's, it's like, like, well, what does that mean? It's not like we're all in a fenced-in thing. That I mean, we have to get out. Right. We're not going to just stand in this one spot forever. Right. So there's so many people, so nobody could even move. I told Mo it reminded me of that Star, Star Trek, Trek episode where they were pressed up. Where those Captain Kirk had that. You could hear their hearts beating. And that woman, the only reason she really wanted to like 
be with him in the thing is because there was Kirk. space. Most of the time it wasn't that claustrophobic. And the, the people that were annoying me were the ones that kept walking. But So we started going we and then did. other people were going in our direction. By the time we crossed the mall, everybody was streaming toward Pennsylvania Avenue. Hundreds of thousands of people. Everybody with us. So not only everybody with us, but people I mean, from all other places. Yes. It wasn't that we had led this charge. No, no, people no. People were no, going. That's not what I meant. But I meant so streaming across the mall, streaming down the streets toward Pennsylvania. Which I don't know why we couldn't have done that in the first place. Except well, that people were still speaking, supposedly. In it, but, but, but we hear. couldn't hear them. But in any case, you may read, or you may have already read, that there was no march in Washington, and that's unequivocally not true. That's not true. And I would say hundreds of thousands of people marched down Pennsylvania Avenue to the... We heard today that they originally didn't close off Pennsylvania Avenue, which I wonder if it's true, because there was going to be a march to the White House, and as we know, that's where it is. But it was packed with people side to side. All the grandstands that were up from the inauguration yesterday were packed with people. Pe the sidewalks were packed with people. Roofs were packed. People were on there the roofs. Were people everywhere. So I we marched, and it took, like it. And it took, I would say, about 90 minutes to get to the White House. There were so many people, and we, of course, it was barricaded off, so we couldn't more than it normally would be. But there was a, a march. There were way more than 500,000 people there I, initially. I, I, at the 1.2 million, I would even estimate more. Yeah. And I know it's hard. They, we filled, were in, we they were, filled the city. Uh, you, they filled the inner part of Washington, D.C. And I wonder how much you, I wonder how much of the reporting on the numbers is from people who are actually there. That's what I want to know. And, and it's a kind of thing where I've talked about before. And no one really gives a shit. It's, it's the know? kind of thing I've talked about before on this podcast where reporters in news organizations will pick up information that's been repeated and just keep repeating the same information and everybody's going to the same place on the web the time and nobody the goes too. to a credible source yeah, like, or knows what it was like there and I, I read in at least two stories today from different organizations that they that because of the size of the crowd they didn't march in Washington DC or in Chicago and I don't know about Chicago I'd like to hear from people who were in Chicago to find out if they did march. But I can tell you, we fucking did march in Washington, D.C. Hundreds of thousands of, of us marched down, marched down Pennsylvania Avenue past his hotel. Yes. Which, uh, which, we, which yeah, got which quite a good reaction from the crowd and to the White House. And then that's where people dispersed. And so there was a march and there were a lot more people there. There and okay. not being able to hear any of the speeches. And you know, it's funny how the news changed, though, because the night right that of, night they were saying it's the largest um, ever in Washington D.C. Yeah, group of people. You know, and I feel like the the major and now it's been downplayed. Right, and I feel the major reason the news changed is because of the president saying that the media lied about how many people were at his inauguration and while the media didn't lie about that i think it scared the media oh well we don't want to overinflate the numbers well we can't prove it so so well, we're going to downplay sure tell you that there were more people at this march than at the inauguration no matter what he says i don't yes. know what well as kelly and conway said alternative facts so I guess that means you can make shit up. That's exactly what it means. But I don't know why anybody would be surprised because that's no, what he's it, been doing since he began running for president. That's you know, true. Whatever, she gets paid to do that shit. So that's the truth about how many people were there. And yes, folks, hundreds of thousands of us did march. 
Yeah, in case anybody was wondering if whether that happened. And I would be very surprised if it was proven, which they can't prove, that there were under a million people there. I think there was well over there. I just can't even... And I want to say before we get off into some of the topics we wanted to talk about, because we may end up getting all worked up and off course and not say this. I want to say it was a truly inspiring day. It was. To see that many people there, men, women, children, to see the signs, to see people's passion and enthusiasm and anger, and to know that there were that many people that willing to go to Washington, D.C. and let how they feel be known. It was a really unifying moment. There's been a lot of talk about unifying, and there were people from all races... I have to believe all religions. We didn't take a there poll or some, anything. There, yeah. Genders, and they were they were there because they wanted to be there. There was no anger directed at other people except for be, people getting a little testy. People were getting a little testy end. after a few hours. You're in a crowd. As far as I've heard so far, no arrests. Absolutely no arrests. I saw no negative behavior. Except if you were Donald Trump, it might seem negative. People to were polite like and respectful. Cartoons of yourself. <laughs> I know, but there people were polite and respectful of each other, of everyone. the police, and support of the, the police. Were the Rangers, the police, everyone that I met was nice. It was a really feel-good thing, despite how bad people have been and feeling. And I would have to say it's because of the feminine bent to it. Yep. I mean, sorry, but it's true. But, I'm go down that road, but right. So, so that, and we were happy we went. It was I'm worth very, it. it was to worth be part it. of history. And we had two young girls with us, with our, our Kayla sister. and Paige, yes, and they're what? They're twenty. They came down 20, with our sister Nikki maybe. from New Hampshire. Yes. No, they're, yeah, they're both twenty. I very think. smart, engaged smart, girls who nice are very girl. excited to be there. It's, yes, and that was and, fun to have, and it's heartening to. For me, to know that people that age care as much are as we do. politically involved and care. That's true. And understand the struggle of women. Because it is. And if you get complacent, not to be too preachy about it, but you cannot take things for granted. Because if nothing else, this presidential campaign has proven to me that the struggle is still ongoing for women and it's a con it's, it's going a constant to be fight. a constant battle. And I've noticed a constant battle and to I, keep ourselves and and people get pissed off for instance when the audio tapes of Trump bragging about his sexual assaults of women came out people were very angry and affronted for about 3 days and I think I said to you and other people at the time well you know people are going to forget all about this in a couple weeks and sure enough, people, even Republican and men, who were Ugh. shocked and angry, when it became clear he was going to be the president, they were all kissing his it's ass. It's disgusting to me that and people... And the thing that's even more is, like, our Senator Susan Collins. Oh, well, you know, I, I'm hoping Great Susan Collins imitation. Basically saying, well... I'm going to see if he tries to change or some bullshit. It's like, no. No. Why don't you just admit you fucking vote the Republican line every chance you get. And I don't know how anybody, I don't care how conservative you are, can condone a candidate that's so... He's so... So, oh, so oh. as much as things have changed yes. for women during our lifetime, they... They have they lot. There are still... There's still a long ways to go and there's still a lot of things... And so, 
part of the narrative today, the day after the march, and we knew that this was going to happen when it be was so, so much a bigger success than the male-dominated media had predicted it would be. The narrative around the march has to change a little. And so I've read a lot of things, and it's hard to understand where this is coming from. Somebody I know on Facebook posted, I need to know, as much as I'm bothered by Trump or whatever, and I'm paraphrasing, I need to know that this wasn't just a Facebook video moment for a lot of people. The president himself said how many of these people voted, or it would have been nice yeah, if these people... The, why didn't the these people yeah. vote? Yeah, too bad they didn't vote. I've heard that a lot from a lot of conservatives, so there must be and one of those I think it's a, a riot that people would think anybody would make the effort to go to this march whether they lived in Silver Spring, Maryland and hopped on the metro over the or drove like we did from people Maine. Flew. We met some girls who drove from Hobart William Smith College in Geneva, New York and slept in their car at a metro station the night before because they had nowhere to stay and went and were driving back to Geneva, New York after. I met somebody who drove from Minnesota, a few people. There were people it, it, it's a riot that people would make and that effort. women were from Indiana. The, uh, Pam's house, the other group she was hosting were from Indiana. Uh, but I think it's funny people would assume based on nothing that we would make an effort to go to this, but we wouldn't make an effort to, to get in our car and drive to the voting booth to vote for president. So and why would that assumption be made? And that has been one of those things that's been and spreading around. For with no, there's no basis in fact that people there didn't vote. The only people there that I think probably didn't vote were the under 18 ones, which I saw a lot, a lot of, of children, little kids and stuff at and the rally. I, but and it is a reminder that 3 million people more voted for Hillary Clinton than voted for Donald Trump. So by him implying that maybe if these people who are all passionate had gone and voted, what? he he, would be he wouldn't be president, or I'm not sure what his implication was. What. Well. That's almost, or the worldwide estimate, which I believe is probably low if it's anything like the Washington, D.C. estimate for three-plus million people who marched, is about the same or a little more than the difference between the vote yes. she got and the lower vote he got. And, you know, but I think a, lot, a big part of it is because it was such a success and nobody, including, and I'm, you know, I get frustrated at general media bashing, yeah. but I'm going to do a little, the, the media doesn't want to embrace the fact that that people could be so passionate and upset about what's happened here in the U.S. that they would gather and protest more than any uh, any other single day protest in the hist in history for anything. Yeah, that true. the narrative has and to it be was changed. Worldwide. The narrative has to be changed to pick away at it and make it Especially less passionate. And so another criticism we've heard is that it wasn't focused enough. Yeah, it wasn't focused. There were too many like, things. You we were protesting too many things. Well, you know what? We got a lot of fucking shit to protest. But the but the, the general thing, and I answered one Facebook post on this, and I don't have it in front of me, so... But my focus is that I'm angry. I'm, I'm 55 angry. years old, and I fought in one way or another for, for women's rights since I was a child in a lot yes. of ways. And I'm angry about here now at 55 in the year 2017, still having to fight for equal pay, for equal treatment at work, 
I mean, do we have to? Do we have to? Why do I have to fucking tell right. you why? Right, and th- that's the thing. Do we have to specify? Because that means nobody's been listening to what... And I think the focus is we're angry, we're upset. The fir- His inauguration day, the, the day before this march, his first actions to repeal health care for millions of Americans, to remove the LGBT tab from the U.S. government site, and the climate change tab. He took away um, mortgage insurance breaks for low-income people to buy houses. Yes. So his first orders of business, the day he was inaugurated, despite the fact he claimed he was going to take the weekend off, which now I don't think he did, his first order of business was to start kicking the shit out of many of the people, whether they know it or not. The They'll people who supported of many of the programs Obama, and things though. that would help people and I think anger at how everybody's gonna get it stuck to them and has already get it sticking to them is a pretty focused well topic oh, do you you remember in the 70s that movie network oh uh, yeah that I'm mad as hell I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore yeah there were a few women that are pro-Trump that I know but a lot of women even conservative women who aren't and talking to them all of us are fucking sick of it. We're sick of people not listening to our opinion or feeling that just because something's important to us, it's not important. It doesn't mean it's important. Things that we care about are just made either made fun of or, and or just And to tell you the truth, we're seeing a lot of that about this march. That we are about this march. If it's you look the, at social media, there's but, a lot of a lot of cutesy little remarks from yes, guys. there are. And, yeah. and this is not to paint all men with that. There were a lot of men at the march yesterday, the march. and they weren't just there because they were with girls. I read a Reuters story. First of all, it talked about the pink pussy hats. The way it talked about it was like, oh, it was so strange. They were wearing these funny hats. And they said, oh, there were men there. A lot of men, a lot of boyfriends, or no, a lot of husbands, boyfriends, and and sons accompanied the women there. Which I think is insulting to men. Like, no, they, they only went there because there was a woman in their life. Like, I'm sure... And I think that's insulting to the men who are with us. Uh, we saw a lot of men at the march who didn't seem to be accompanied by women. Men who were there with other guy friends. Yeah. Who weren't there being dragged there by a girlfriend or a wife. We saw men with daughters. And... Yeah. Men who were passionately chanting and holding signs. So, and people say, keep talking about women at the march, and yeah, it was a women's march, no matter what people want to call it now. It was a women's march, but it can be a women's march and have men who are there because they want to be there at it. I think a lot of women are angry, angrier about this election. Our anger comes from a different place. This whole election, especially for women our age and older, we saw a woman that we have seen since our formative years or whatever. She's been around since I was in my early... She's been around since we were in our 20s. We've been aware of her for a long time. So we're aware of her resume, and we see how accomplished she is, and no matter what she does, she is still not good enough to be a piece of crap sexual predator, con man, even, okay, take away all his fucking predatory shit, he's a con man who spent his life making money by by I cheating sh- other people. I know, I know. And people admire that, and he 
I have to say this. One it's thing that I thought this one thing that I thought was so funny at all the shock and surprise that he and Sean Spicer, his press guy, actually lied oh, about Jesus. the the inauguration no, numbers. They just gave alternative facts. But all the shock and surprise, ooh, he lied. And you know, on one hand, nice of the press to finally say he's lying. In fact, I think the New York Times had a headline this morning, like something like four mistruths at you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, hey guys, he's been lying all along. He lied about Hillary Clinton, he and he, he was not yeah. called on it because the media was so busy reminding everyone how much they didn't like her, how awful she was, and how they didn't like her. And if they voted for her, it was only because they didn't like her less than they didn't like or him. Or they just they would vote for any woman because we want a woman president. So I have news for everybody who was all shocked about the lies at yesterday's press conference and we don't really want to call it a press conference as others have pointed out because he didn't take he any, take any questions. questions he reminded me a little bit of bill belichick and you know oh, he's he's going to control the message that's what he's been doing that's what he did every day of the campaign so i'm not sure why anyone was shocked shocked that he would lie about the it being the biggest inauguration oh, ever geez. it was tremendous so well, sad the yeah, media has to lie about really, how many people honestly, were at his inauguration. I, hate, I mean, I know it's getting to be cliche to compare it to 1984, the book, <laughs> or compare it to some kind of fascist regime, or the Emperor's New Clothes even. Like, you're telling me shit that I know is not true, and everyone is like saying well he's saying it so why aren't you believing it because i'm not a fucking idiot i've got two eyes i've got and yet so so back to oh so to hillary, hillary. No, no, like in school there'll be the girl who's a straight a student she's does everything right she gets straight you know she's a valedictorian everything but no one freaking no one wants her. to be her friend it's the fucking you know date rapist football player that gets the prize or whatever right. for the greatest student in the school or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the greatest student in the school. But well, I just missed getting that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably one of the most qualified women of her, women of her age. She's to not, be she, one of the qualified people to yes, run for president. Yes, that's true. People. Okay, she's a, the most qualified person. And yet, she could not beat him because in this country... The shittiest guy is still a better choice than the best woman. And I think that happens in all and walks of all life. all of us women Her. know that. All of us women that have worked our asses off our whole lives and then seen some fucking idiot at work either get promoted over us... Or not even or, an idiot. Well, whatever. But my point is some mediocre guy. Or someone less qualified. Anything. And I think history's going to look back on what was done to her, and it was done to her and that, badly, and, that, and, and we should be ashamed of, <laughs> we like, not to, here I was about to make this big point, but we got to tell you, we're loving along the New Jersey Turnpike, the lit up billboards of the guys who are wanted for crimes, um, you know, the drop a dime billboards, 
We don't get to see those. And next one we go by, we'll Maybe read it. Doesn't have billboards. No, and it certainly Maybe doesn't in have. In the womb, feel pain. Um, that isn't one of them. But next time when you see a, a uh, wanted guy billboard, we'll read it. We'll and maybe you guys, re- listeners out there, That'll you can the find crime it. element. But back to um, okay, the big profound. Hang on, I was in the middle okay. of a big profound statement. Okay. Which is, history is going to look back on what was done to her, and we should be ashamed at the way she was treated. You look at the class with which she carried herself during the debates. Yes. And, way, and I, I think there were some people who were mad that she didn't get angry enough and she didn't react angrily enough well god damn it how would she have been treated oh my god if she had reacted angrily oh my she god that shrill bitch she how did. dare she you know what she she ended up showing her class even though people love to say the clintons are are you know low class and they always have said that about them she is a accomplished classy person who has shown herself to be after she gets she gets kicked in the head over and over again she gets shat on she gets crapped on she gets called names that she doesn't deserve she gets accused of murder she gets accused of doing things that like i i i the murder thing makes me laugh i know Um, because it's so ridiculous i know and she vince foster for those of you who don't know what we're talking about google it so we don't have to tell the whole story oh i'm sure if you google it that's nine murders oh wow so she's a serial killer killer, but michael moore and trumpland actually had a good point about that that if she actually did sneak out of the house that white house that morning and kill vince foster and do all this that that's the kind of person you want to be president it's like the thing that kills me about the clintons being you know involved in all this subterfusion controlling all the shit if she can control all the shit why isn't she president you know what is it her plan to allow trump to be president and then what's she gonna do kill him or so i don't know Ooh. i don't know it's just you this, heard it here first stupid people so that's what we were mad about I think that too. Well, women are mad in general. We're fucking sick right, of this and that's shit. Right, and that was the I point. I am sick of it. I'm up to here. I'm just right. You're mad. And I'm why mad? And by the way, this is the Joyce Kilmer man, not a woman, Joyce, poet. Isn't he, rest service area coming up, isn't he the one who wrote, I think I will never see a I poem think, as lovely as a tree? I don't know, but I think so. New Jersey's just full of famous, where the hell is the Bruce Springsteen service yeah, station? We Bruce. passed, we, or the Frank Sinatra one, not that I'm a fan, but he's famous and from New Jersey. It's all literary people, though, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. It well, Thomas been. Edison's not. I didn't see Thomas Edison. That's oh, one that we passed, on and Clara Barton wasn't that literary. That was going she south. Was, Maybe going south, it's, it's, it's historical it, figures, and going north, It could be. We did just recently pass figures. an exit that would have brought us to Freehold, but we digress. Hi, Bruce. So, the, for those who felt that there was no focus to the marches, and that, and that's another reason to delegitimize them, that was the focus that we were pissed off that you people can't accept it for what it was i feel like there's all this deconstruction today there's the old second guessing trying to trick you into saying oh it wasn't about anything yeah i love these people it fucking was yeah i love well i love it when you feel strongly about something and people who disagree with you try to trick like you said trick you into contradicting yourself or showing what a hypocrite you are you know what i'm talking about i think that we've thought about the way we're treated as women and i can i think i can say this for any woman over the age i i don't want to give an age 
because I don't want to leave anyone out who's angry, but I would say any grown woman who's thought about it has thought enough about the reason she's angry enough about the way she's treated as a woman that we aren't going to be tricked out of our anger. No. And I think maybe... And you know what? I don't... I don't care whether you you think it's justified well, or not. Well, I would say I would Man, say who's I would, saying it? You I know? would say the reason maybe people who are making fun of it or question it one of the reasons I do care is because you have to get the people outside of your circle to buy in to to change things. You can't you can only do so much from within women have been fighting for their rights for centuries and we can't start being treated equally until the people and it's not only the tangible things like less pay and stuff but it's just the way we're treated in general it's the way people don't want to hear what we have to say or take what we say seriously i know you can't necessarily change the way people think but until the people who dictate how society looks at things which is men whether they think they've been marginalized and they're a minority or not, white men, until they begin to understand what we're talking about, we're not going to make much headway because that's the problem here. It's but you can't you can't force someone to be empathetic. You, no, you can't. I believe me, I know that. But what I'm saying is, and it doesn't change overnight. But the reason I care what the people who are making fun of it or trying to marginalize I, it or trivialize it. I think is because until they start reconsidering their reaction to women and women's anger and women's treatment, we're not going to get very far. We're a country that just elected a man who bragged about sexually assaulting women as president. So there's something wrong with the way women are treated that people don't understand. And I don't want to get into a big back and forth with people out there or on Facebook or anywhere else about, well, women voted for Trump, too. That is that is what it That's is, and I think we all understand what that is. But there, our anger isn't minor. Our anger isn't something to be trivialized. It's, the problem is it keeps being billed as an anti-Trump march. It was not an anti-Trump march. March. There were a lot of anti-Trump sentiments because he is maybe a symptom. He's the straw that broke the camel's back. Of why we're pissed. And this whole campaign, I'm going to just speak for myself because I don't, I can't speak for all women, but I can tell you why I was, why I felt the need to go and express my anger. And I have been expressing it all through this campaign, especially the more popular he got. But he is the the symbol of what is pissing me off, the, his, not he, I shouldn't say he, the fact of his election is the symbol of why I'm pissed. Right, because if he was just on Celebrity Apprentice and doing his crooked real estate deals and shit, right. But he, we could avoid him. And someone like him can become our president. What kind of country is this? That we have this total, he's just, uh, you know, a horrible excuse for how is he going to lead this country and what kind of country are we what do you think the rest of the world is seeing when they look at who we elected it's embarrassing and i can tell you as someone that lives in maine i know the rest of the country wonders what the hell's wrong with my state for our governor so now our whole country is going to be able to see that this person that was elected with less of the popular vote i don't care what you say 
he did have less of the popular vote and no amount of election fraud can give you three million votes because I can tell you if Phil Hillary Clinton figured that out then she's a hell of a lot smarter and should be president that's true so let's talk about um, the, the chance yesterday which and and while this wasn't an anti-Trump rally, a lot of it was of directed at him. There was, we are the popular vote, was a chant. Yes. There was... We're not going to go away, welcome to your first day, or vice versa. I don't yeah, know. we're not going to go away, welcome to your first day. And I preferred the ones that weren't. I didn't care about the anti-Trump ones as much as the ones that were that were more of a general but so some of the funnier things so there was a little boy i would say he was about 12 who had climbed a tree yes. and could see way and ahead we were by the we were like i said before, by the american, american indian, indian museum, museum. Yeah. nobody knew what was going on and we were could facing see. the Washington and, and another thing cell service had died for everyone you, no one could get you no one could get for very tax, say, you couldn't look anything up on the internet no so People started chanting, boy in the tree, what can you see? Boy in the tree. It took him a while to figure out. And, we and, and it was allowed. There were hundreds of there people were hundreds chanting. Of people and it's chanting. funny, when he realized we were chanting at him, you should have seen how delighted he was. It was so cute. And then somebody passed him up a pad of and paper, and he wrote down he wrote down what he could see, which was not much. There, He said there were some people moving up ahead. Other than that, not much, or something like, all I can see is people. That was one of the fun things. And then people fun. started chanting, boy in the tree for president. And I think my remark was, yeah, let's just elect another male president. You yeah, know, I know. So there was, there was fun stuff like that. The signs, no, the, the uh, signs. Oh, so many people had signs. There were a lot of female genitalia on signs, yes. which we enjoyed quite a bit. And, and ovaries. There was one of, of the uh, uterus giving the finger. Yeah, there was that a was a good one. If you can imagine how that could happen. There were a lot of, so this is why I think, this is one of the reasons people were saying it was unfocused, or because of people's signs. Well, everyone had their own thing they wanted to have a sign about. Right. Uh, and a lot of them were pro And frankly, I think a lot of that was great. I think a lot of I that... I think so too. My friend Katie... Hi, Katie, if you listen. On Facebook said, in response to somebody... Who, who said, said it was unfocused. Yes, she gave him a whole list of stuff. And that's the thing. There is a whole list of stuff. There are many things that we're just tired of. And it's like... And Gloria Steinem had a good column a day or two before the march. She pointed out how women of color are treated differently than white women is tied to women's rights, how obviously reproductive rights, how the health care system. It's not just this one simple little thing, but there are many things tied into the treatment of women and women's equality and inequality. And until we recognize, for instance, how minority women are treated and how the health care system works and how a lot of issues are thought of as quote-unquote women's issues, when they should be everyone's issues. Well, I remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president in 2008, or for, in the 2008 election, and I remember reading Newsweek, when it was, is it still around, I don't even know, about, well, Hillary is running on women's issues, and then they were like health care and children's rights or something, and I'm like, why are health care and children's rights I've always rights said that. Women's issues. Don't men give a shit about that? Or it's just like fighting a war, what they're interested in. Which, how's that 
worked for us, to quote Dr. Phil. It's not, and I compare it all a lot to the Smurfs, where you have the carpenter and the doctor and the this and the that and then the woman. Like, the woman is just another subcategory. Mm -hmm. We're not a subcategory, and so there are many, many facets to women's rights and what women are angry about, and that doesn't mean that that protesting in this way diffuses our point. But in any case, there were there was a lot to the march, and there was a lot to what was behind the march, and it's not, well, it seems kind of spontaneous, you know, it came up after election day, I feel like it's been building for a long time. And that was, a, the march and, was, the, was just the, and, and the fact that, the that, that the, right, that that many people would get that fired up and go to it in that short a time, a oh, couple months. Oh, someone called, uh, let's see, somebody said we were bored. Um, oh, we're board housewives. Oh, abortist attention seekers. Like, yeah, that's why I drove that far. Yeah, because I'm bored. I just want to say, see, I lost. I just want to point out that I'm working a temporary seasonal job where, uh, to quote Bruce Springsteen, since we're in his area, I don't work, I don't get paid. Yeah. So I lost because I'm working, I work Fridays and Saturdays. I lost more than $200, which I can't afford to lose. And since we're not going to be home till well after midnight, and I'm supposed to be at work at 6 in the morning, we're, uh, the thing's saying now we're not going to be home till one fifteen, and I'm supposed to be at work at 6, I'm not going to be working tomorrow, Monday. So I think it would take more than boredom and me seeking attention. If I want to seek attention, there's a lot of shit I can do to get attention without going and jumping in with a million other women in a crowd. Well, that's just the type of thing they always say when they're trying to undermine your concern you know like oh she's sick oh oh no she's not sick she's hysterical right oh no she's just trying to get attention she's not right because because that's all we silly little women want is attention once you guys give us a little attention and pat us on the head and tell us how pretty we are or send us some roses to make us feel better i don't think we're supposed to get off at this exit Oh, it was wrong all along. I would oh. stay on 287 until oh, okay. we get to till after we cross the Tappan okay. Zee Bridge. And those of you who are listening who know what we're talking about, we're on 287. We're going to go around New York City. We came down, we went over the George Washington Bridge, so I got to say, I don't know, Becky can probably tell you how many times I oh said it. Oh, my God. Time for a traffic study. <laughs> but now I can't say it because we're not going to laugh. Time for a traffic study. It made you laugh like the first maybe hundred times. But after that, I know, I could tell that you didn't think it was that funny. But I do, I laugh every time I think of it. Time for a traffic study. Yeah, I'm sure the people who were stuck on it really No, they didn't. And we laugh. could truly understand the, their pain after sitting in the traffic. Yeah. Which was nothing like that traffic. But we'll, we can talk about, maybe we can talk about crimes that heads of state have committed that just to be, be assholes. It's like, never been proven, though, that he knew anything. Oh, he knew. We're talking about Chris Christie, by the way. Right. Google it. Right. And, and bridge. So, and what were we talking about before that? Because now I'm all thinking about that the traffic we, study. That women are pissed. We're pissed. Oh, yeah. No, we're, that's just one of the many ways our concerns are brushed aside. Oh, you're just trying to seek attention. Oh, you're just looking for attention. Oh, you're just bored. Oh, you're just this. Oh, you're just that. Fuck you. Look at women with health issues. You know how many women I know that have had serious health issues that when they first went to the doctor, oh, you're just depressed. Are you sure you're, you're not just needed some attention? You know, you're, you're an unmarried 
something a certain age woman are you sure that because you know if you're as being an unmarried certain age woman you get to a certain point where you're just so devastated and shriveled up and everything and not having a big strong man oh, yeah. in your life you become just this mentally ill hysterical fuddy-duddy because well, it you have to do with menopause when you're fucking ovarian cancer and then when they finally figure it out you got a month to live you know stuff like so i think we've said we're pissed and that's why we did it and when we say we we speak for the huge majority of women i think of women like our mom who turned 81 a couple weeks ago who are in despair because they wonder if they're ever going to see a female president and that may not seem like a big deal to people to fellas who have been seeing presidents who look like them in there for the entire history of the united states but it's symbolic when we live in a country where one of the big things is anybody can grow up to be president we've been telling generations of little girls except for you honey except for you sweetie but you're you already do. being told yeah. to keep your mouth shut you're already being told if you act like those boys over there are acting you're going to be treated differently you're going to be treated like you're misbehaving and there's bad and there's something wrong with you where those boys are being chuckled at or yeah, told they had boys passion who are tying the fucking cans on that cat's tail one of those is probably going to be president even though he's a little scumbag but what i'm saying is like in you know the thing the past few years has been lean in but well women have to understand too is when you do lean in you get kicked back for it that just because you're leaning in just because you're expressing yourself or you have a voice doesn't mean people are going to say oh i respect and admire that woman for expressing herself and having her voice frequently what happens is people want that woman to shut her pie hole yes. and a guy who expresses himself and has his voice same way is rewarded for it or listened to and we've been feeling that and now with what happened to Hillary Clinton and it wasn't a quote-unquote deeply flawed candidate we hear that a lot it was one of the most qualified people ever to run for president who happened to be a woman and if she had been a man with the same qualifications she would have easily won and if people can argue with me or not about how much mis misogyny went into her being elected but when you hear the same code words and the same phrases and the same criticisms being used over and over for her things that I've heard in my life about me things I see other women painted with yes it was about her being a woman and nobody's ever going to convince me otherwise and it's disheartening not only to our generation but our mom's generation who are like how long our mom was born in 19 fucking 36 you would have thought somewhere in those 81 years there this country would have recognized that a woman could run it well the other thing is i'd like to say i was a bernie sanders supporter but I never really thought he was going to be the nominee. I supported him while yeah. he was running. I supported what he supported, and I wanted the issues that he supported to be talked about. And that was a way for for his issues, to, for Hillary to talk about them, because I always assumed she was going to be the nominee. And some people can call me a whatever fair weather supporter or something if he whoever had, I knew whoever was the Democratic nominee is the person I would vote for put it that way and I have pretty much thought it would probably be her because frankly I did think she was the most qualified but I wanted the things he had to say to be to and she did she did listen to what he was talking about but this whole thing about the DNC 
sabotaged his campaign and he would have won against Trump, he would not have won against Trump with that. He wouldn't have won because... He's a socialist. Because... He's Jewish. He, uh, no offense to Jewish people, but come on, you, actually the Jewish people probably know better than anyone else that he would have had a hard time with that. There's still a lot of anti-Semitism. It'll take as long probably for there to be a Jewish president as a woman president, or I have to say an Italian president. Uh, We're not going to have one of them either. No, no, no. We're half Italian, and I can tell you... Like, Chris Christie, sorry, but no matter what, you probably wouldn't have made it. Time for a traffic study. Yeah. But, and it's one reason for a short while, uh, several elections ago, I kind of liked Edwards before we realized what a really horrible slut dog, sleazebag, jerk he was. He talked about the two Americas and the divide between wealth and poverty and I didn't think he would be a presidential candidate but I said nobody else is talking yeah. about this and that was a lot of the same thing with Bernie Sanders he was yeah. talking about things and frankly a lot of those people who voted for Trump the, these middle America people who felt that they weren't being heard should have maybe listened a little more to Bernie Sanders because he spoke more for that type of person you know, try, and he was sincere about it. There, yes. He brought up issues that should have been addressed. I'm getting tired of the Bernie bros saying, well, Bernie Sanders would have won. He, he fucking would, not, would have not have won. And the thing about the, D, that whole thing about the DNC was... Bernie wasn't a Democrat, FYI, yes, folks. and that's what I keep telling people, even though I supported the him. The DNC is a political organization that supports people in its party. And Hillary is a, what has it's always a lifelong been Democrat. a Democrat. So, for a guy to say, I'm an independent, but which is not I'm a party, it's, a, it's not being enrolled in a party for those who, who don't understand the difference, but I'm going to be a Democrat so I can run for president, the DNC, which is... Mawa. Mawa. And you know when we see Mawa on a sign, they not to... They the auto plan, Mawa late list. Johnny went looking for a job, but he couldn't, couldn't find it. That's another Bruce Springsteen reference. And if, you, if you're not a Bruce fan, sorry folks, but we cannot drive through New Jersey without referencing Bruce Springsteen. Hi, Bruce. And we love Bruce. Bruce, we know that you love to listen to our podcast. And he is a listener. <laughs> and we um, if we tag his name, maybe we'll We hope to have him as a guest sometime soon. I think he'll love to be on uh, He that. would. So we were mad, and that's why we marched. And, oh, ooh, we just saw a state trooper. Mr. State Trooper. Please don't Please stop, stop me. me. Boy, they, their uniforms are almost like... Canadian mounted know, police only like blue, aren't they? They're all with their little belts and things going across oh, their things. Uh, so there's a big ready, truck next to us. <laughs> it's like that movie with uh, Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse? No, not Roadhouse. Yeah, What's oh, the, the movie where you kept seeing the truck kick. behind him? Like in the rear view mirror. Gets kidnapped by that guy. In a truck? Yeah. It was a stupid It's movie. scary. I don't know if I ever saw it or just the trailers for it. Anyways. Uh, no, but Bernie would not have won. I'm sorry. I, he, I don't believe he would have won. He would have been raked through the coals as bad as Hillary. He did open discussion on issues that and that's the needed why to be talked about. the Republicans never really went after him. They knew he w- wasn't no. a contender. No. But and if he had been, he would have not won. And the only reason people say that is because he's a fucking man. I don't think it's contradicting ourselves to say she lost because she was a woman and he wouldn't have won because his qualifications were different than hers. And her qualifications were those of somebody who should be the President of the United States. She had been a U.S. Senator. She had been a Secretary of State. 
She had been until she was shut down, cut off, and stomped on a very effective first lady who had a great idea for bringing health care to all the uninsured and underinsured. And she had a life of public service. People were like, oh, what was her background? She was just a first lady. A Excuse sincere, me? dedicated no, life. No, she had a life of public service. She was not just the first lady of Arkansas. She had a career that she, and she put aside her career a lot to because of her husband's political career, which a lot of women did. A lot of professional, very successful women back in the 70s did that because that's what in women fact, still In fact, she did had that. kept her, and, and Michael Moore talks a little about this in Trump land, and anybody who hasn't seen it, it's I not too late. Seen it. I've um, seen it, people need to watch it, it although it maybe it might. But she had kept her maiden name, and she took. Clinton, because when Bill ran for governor, she was told, you know, in Arkansas, people aren't going to like you not having his last yes. name. She added the Rodham later. She she acquiesced in a lot of ways to help her husband's political yes. career, but that doesn't mean she wasn't a public servant in her own right. And I've always admired her, and I always defended her. And just just because I supported Bernie at the beginning of the campaign does not mean that I would not have ever voted for her because politically she is more conservative than me and uh, I don't agree with some of her stands on things but that doesn't mean I would never have voted for her. I think as grown-ups who have voted in a lot of elections lot. and understand current events and how politics works I can't say that I've ever voted for a president who had the exact same views as yes. me or believed everything I did. I, I'm a Democrat Clinton, and I voted Bill for... Clinton, I did. I got frustrated with people who said Obama didn't achieve everything he promised to and where's all our change because he was stymied by a Republican Congress for a lot of it. But mm -hmm. I didn't expect Obama to be able to do everything he said he was going to do because that's not how being president and that's works. Not, yeah, that's not how the government works and Donald Trump's going to find and, that out too. And the person you want it's as president... dictatorship. Right. The person you want as president is somebody who can, who knows how to get done the things that need to get done to help this country. And she knew that stuff. She is one person I would not be worried about if she got elected. Because I think she would do a, a good job. Right. She understands what the president is supposed to do. And there, there are, even though I wouldn't vote for a lot of Republicans, there were, I don't know if there's any now, but in the past there have been Republicans, the senators or people that I thought... If they became president, even if even though I don't agree with all their political views, I'd feel confident. I'd feel uh, yeah, I'd feel okay because they're a smart person. They know how the government work. They wouldn't be, you know, rational. The rational, rational, smart people. Now, who knows? We'll see know. what happens. There's nothing and, we can do. And I'm there not are gonna there are a lot of things to do with the election and what happened that we could talk all night about. Yes, but. We don't have all night. So. But what else about the march did we want to say before um, my computer runs battery? There was runs a man behind us, man Oh, that was we funny. There was. We he couldn't. Was going on and on. And it's and funny. On. Other people, when we were marching time. down Pennsylvania Avenue, and FYI, folks, we did march down Pennsylvania Avenue, yes. and so did hundreds of other thousands of other people. And it was funny. He was mansplaining. I feel sorry for the poor woman who was with him. She's they looked like a. They were saying. an older. I want to say older, but you know, when you think about it, they were probably our age. No, or maybe no, a little no, older. No, he was his like older. Late 60s, and they were they looked like a well to do couple, very nicely dressed. He was wearing I can tell it was a an suit, expensive suit. Yeah. Oh, one of the few people actually wearing a suit. Yes. 
And he was, what was he mansplaining about? I can't remember. But people kept trying oh to get away God. from him because all you could hear over the chants or everything else was, He wasn't yelling or anything. And, it was just this constant And I think you pointed out how ironic it was here yes, in the Women's like March that there's so many mans. And there was also some mansplanation about... Oh, there was some guys, but th th there was another one, that guy, we were ch chanting something, and then this And they took over the chant. Yeah, that pissed We me were off. chanting something that was kind of fun. We were going by the treasury, and it was something like, show your taxes, show your taxes, yeah. I can't remember. And then the they, guys, these two guys who had been doing guys, a chant, they just started like, up a started new, yelling kind of took over it. They yelled took over, over the chant, and everybody and went really along with their chant. You know what? This is kind of a good analogy right here. Right, that they're once again controlling what's going on like, instead of letting the girls know, run the I'm show. I'm not going to go on about all my feminist issues, but... I, I think you guys get an idea. But I will say I was happy to see a lot of men there. Lucky and men. even men wearing pink hats. There were a lot of men wearing pink hats. And men who seemed proud to be there, men who seemed supportive, of, very supportive, obviously, of what was going on men who got what was going on and that gives me hope that we're not alone sometimes as a woman you feel that even men who give lip service I shouldn't say give lip service but men who claim they they're supportive or understand issues either on the job or in your life or the bigger issues politically don't fully understand it but I think the fact that there are so many men there yesterday and not only in our march but marches all over the world, world and seeing on social media men expressing very articulate and intelligent and well thought out views about what's going on with women and what's going on with our country I think makes me realize that we're not in a vacuum and you know yeah. there's hope there's hope midterm election actually I don't know how long. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see, see what, what happens. I'm not going to shut up. So no, we're if not. If don't like it, it's too bad. Get used to it. We're not going to shut up. And we're going to, because this is a special episode, Matt, we're, Matt's not here. Matt, yeah. He's not here in the car waiting to get a word in edgewise. Ask a lawyer. He'll be back next week with Ask a Lawyer and we'll ask, ask a lawyer that, that has, has the that bad sound quality sound. in case people have stopped listening just because we, we're learning how to use the microphone and uh, probably our recommendations and stuff we can save for um, yeah. next week because this is a our very special on the road episode. We, we could, yeah. We've been talking uh, part of the, not the whole length of New Jersey, but we're approaching um, we're somewhere on 287. On a wet night. It's not a wet night anymore. And we're no longer on the New Jersey Turnpike because we're taking the 287 to White Plains, New York, oh. and then up to 84. Those of you who have made the trek oh. from south of New York to north of New York many times know what we're talking about. Yes. And so I can't say time for a traffic study. Yay. But I just said it. So we'll see you next. Well, week. let's do all our stuff all about our stuff, crime and stuff online. Crime and stuff online is our website. Yes, and it's A and D. A and D. But you know, when you're doing crime and stuff, it'll come up. It'll yeah. 
if you can't find something using the ampersand, then try A and D, I guess that's the best. And then it goes for our Facebook and page. And also there's no spaces between no spaces. the ampersand no. and on our Facebook page. It's crime and ampersand Oh yeah, ampersand that's a good point. Because Nikki was, my sister Nikki was trying to look it up and she... A little disturbing that it took eight, nine episodes for her to finally look it well, up. Well, you I know, mean, I think she's jealous of know, our fame and fortune. We'll you have know, her on sometime. Famous siblings. We'll have Nick um, you have pick out a crime and come you on. You kind of feel bad for people. I would have, think they would. See, since siblings. I don't have like any, yeah, we since don't I don't have any famous siblings, I am the famous you and me, sibling. and we're in it together. And, we're and both equally famous. Well, you're a famous author, so you're I am world famous. More. I everyone knows. I did get an right email now. from somebody in British Columbia who liked my books. Oh, that's nice. If you want to know more about my mystery novels or my writing, you can find them on MaureenMilliken.com. Yes, and, and you can email us at <laughs> Crime and Stuff. And it's written out. Completely. There's also a contact sheet on our yes, webpage. On our webpage. You can also tweet at online. us. But, uh, crime or, and Stuff at gmail. Or send us a Facebook message yeah, on tweet. our Facebook page. We tweet. So we're all over the social media. You can subscribe to our podcast on, on or on Android. You can look at our website to find ways to subscribe. You can yeah. subscribe as many ways as you want to. But if you listen on iTunes, please subscribe if you can and review and rate so we can get uh, the more ratings we get, we'll it'll help us help more people get to know our podcast. we'll just be better and we'll be back next week talking about crime and stuff we're yeah. going to talk about the jonestown massacre yeah. how it's more than just about drinking yeah. the kool-aid yes and it wasn't kool-aid uh, how many times can i say yes many yes. many as many times as i can say time for a traffic study <laughs> The week, week after that, I think we're going to talk about Chandra Levy since being in Washington, D.C. inspired that. And yes. there were some developments over the year in her case that need to be talked about. Yes. And, and I have some ideas about what I'm going to do after that one. I'm not sure yet. So we won't. We'll, but right. keep you an know. eye on our web. We always tease what we're going to be talking yeah. about in yeah. a couple we, weeks. We usually, and on Facebook, we usually send out some. And maybe, and we'll tweet too. And so. we try to keep it our poll political views and things like that to Usually uh we keep them to ourselves to ourselves so. for the most part but we the are one, it was a very it was a uh, an inspiring experience it, it was we were happy to be part of history it was fun it and was so we're happy fun. to bring you guys along for the ride yes. literally huh <laughs> yes thank you for riding with us i hope that i hope you we can actually use this because it's pretty loud. Yeah, don't mind the truck noise. It's like you're in the car with us. We're, we're about to be crushed right now. Uh, well, let's keep recording because we're about to be crushed between two trucks. And that ah, will be... For that, that'll be... Posterity. We'll have it on tape. And oh, yeah, God, it will go viral. Me and then go right in front of me so I can do like, whatever. You see, it's like you're right here with us. Anyways. And we have some cookies to eat and stuff. Cookies, so. brownies. We've been eating nonstop all weekend. So now I feel like I weigh about 500 so we'll so we'll get going and thanks for listening thanks for being with us and join us again next week okay bye-bye easy pass only easy pass only Uh, 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 i'm gonna get over just like that guy did yes just like that guy get some balls Okay. Kiss my Prius ass, motherfuckers. Are you taping me? (laughs) I wish.
wish I could see. Yeah, I wish you could too. Look at the fucking. Ugh. I know. I know. Why, God? Why? Fucking one in the thing. can. Hang on a minute. This fucking bullshit thing is on. Okay. 